Welcome to Mayor Gonzo's Trop Rock Celebrity Showcase, bringing you the hottest celebrity interviews in Trop Rock. And now, here's the honorary mayor of Key West and the fabulous Florida Keys, Mayor Gonzo Mays. Welcome to the Trop 40 number one club. That's right. Today, I just changed the name from Celebrity Showcase to the Trop 40 Number One Club. And that's because everyone on this show are number one song singers and songwriters. They've had a song on the Trop 40 Countdown, a number one song. So now it's the Trop 40 Number One Club, thanks to Daryl Clanton and Lyle Wilson. So I'm Sammy Mays, also known as Miragonzo Mays, and I am with Steve Hopper, the man, the myth, the legend, with his Wolf Island Band, is nominated in nearly every category of the Trop Rock Music Association Awards that's active right now, waiting for you to cast your vote at the trop, at troprock.org. Um, Steve, are you there? I am here. Steve Good Hopper. To talk to you. Steve Hopper, everyone. There he is in the in the flesh. So tell me about your categories. Which categories are you are you nominated for? Well, we're um, uh, we are nominated in the uh, singer, uh, uh, entertainer, uh, band, uh, uh, and well, as you said, just about everything. So they need to go and vote for everything. Just mark it all hey, off, please, right, Steve Hopper? Vote for everything. And song song of the year, anywhere there's a beach. I hope everybody uh, votes for that. And real proud of that song, and real proud of that. Real proud of the whole album too. I hope everybody votes for the album for the year. What's the name of the album? It's the same name, Anywhere There's a Beach. Perfect, perfect. What a great song that is. What inspired you to write Thank this you. song, Anywhere There's a Beach? I, you know, I wish I had a great story for it, but I don't. It's just, it was a title that I came up with. I thought would be a good title for an album at first, and I started writing it. And of course, it, it's just a, a a lot of my songs are about escaping and going to the beach because I'm kind of stuck up here in the uh, middle of the of the world, and uh, I love to go to the beach as often as I can. And I, you know dream about just uh, throwing everything in the car and heading out to the beach and never coming back. Aww. Which part of which part of the world are you in? Uh, at present, I am in Heber Springs, Arkansas, and uh, that's wow. actually where I live right now. Although people think of me as the tropics of Tennessee, right. I am from Tennessee, but uh, uh, my wife is from Heber Springs, Arkansas, and uh, we moved over here a couple of years ago so she could be close to her, to her family. But I still work in Tennessee, so I drive uh, over to Memphis every weekend and work in that area and go back to my home area, too. Ah, uh, so you said you mentioned work. So you have a quote-unquote real job? I do have a real day job, although it is at music. <laughs> I, do, uh, I do the music at a Bahama Breeze restaurant in memphis tennessee and uh i don't it is tropical music i do do that Mm -hmm. but i i I don't consider it being a full-time trop rocker because that's my job you know and uh i think if i was a full-time trop rocker i'd be out touring the country and having a big time 
Well, why not? Why aren't but, you out there traveling and having a big time? You're number one. You have a number one song on the weekly Drop 40 Countdown on award-winning Radio A1A. Get out there and enjoy it. People are looking yeah, for you. I, I really would like to. I, I enjoy, though, what I'm doing. I enjoy uh, uh, playing around the Memphis area. And, uh, you know, it is a, it is a, it's not like I'm... I, I used to work for a living. I, I know what real work is, and, and what I do is not real work. So, Aw, that's why men get in trouble with their ladies, I think, because they say, honey, I've got to go play. Don't use the word play. Yeah. Honey, i got to go to work. And I think that, I always, I've always referred to it as work. I'm going to work tonight. I got to do this. People ask me, "Oh, what are you doing?" <laughs> and I say, well, oh, and, uh, "I'm going to uh, go play music." And, but I always look at it as a job. I try to treat it. And I respect it as a job. There you go. There you go. So tell me about some of your early music influences. My influences are all over the place. Uh, you know, just like my music is. I, you know, I, I first, uh, you know, my only connection to music. You know, in the beginning, was seeing people on TV, and and uh, so I fell in love with those singer songwriters that were on all of the the seventies variety shows, and uh, I and I loved the the people who got up with an acoustic guitar and and did their thing, and that's kind of what I wanted to do, and that's what led me to Jimmy Buffett and and uh, a lot of other people, Bob Dylan. I love Bob Dylan. Love Bob Seger. Uh, I, I people. I'm really big into country music too. I, I spent a few years uh, uh, pursuing pursuing that. So. Sounds like you like the storytellers. I love a good storyteller myself. Any song that's got a really good story, I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, and that that would cover any any genre. Now, how long have you been a musician, Steve? I've been uh, playing all my life. Uh, you know, from from a teenager on, it's it's. It, I'm not really big into sports. I'm not really big into anything else. But I, I love music the same way other people love sports. I, you know, I I follow who wrote the songs, who produced the songs. Uh, uh, it, it's hearing me talk about music is, is very much like hearing somebody else talking about, you know, a baseball player or or a football player. You know, Steve, I just I didn't quite catch the name of the bar that you work at or the restaurant that you work at that you're playing in. It what is a Bahama Breeze. A Bahama Breeze restaurant. Gotcha. Uh, they're they're scattered across the country, but the one I work in is a uh, in Memphis. Oh, in Memphis. So now you're, you're mm-hmm. you, so you don't work in one in Arkansas. No, no, no. I drive back to Memphis. Drive back to Tennessee every weekend and. And uh, and do that. So, so let me ask you this: How long have you been a songwriter? We know you've been since a teenager, uh, a musician. But but when did you get into songwriting? Uh, very early on, as soon as I, as soon as I could really put together a song uh, and sing it, then I kind of wanted to come up with my own songs to sing. So, well, how does and, that first uh, how does that first song measure up today? Uh, first song was probably pretty, pretty weak, but, uh, you know, it is interesting. I think that, uh, some of the first songs I wrote, when I go back and listen to them, I think they're probably more commercial or something. You, you, you tend to, uh, 
I don't know, you, you start to overthink songs after a while. So I did that for a long number of years. And so over these, this last album, and uh, uh, kind of on the first album too, I started trying to not overthink the songs too much and kind of uh, bring them back to a uh, just a just a good commercial sounding song. So tell me about your. What, it does tell me about your. What was the name of that? Because I'm always curious about how somebody's writings began in their minds. How they, because I'm a writer, I and I enjoy knowing when when that happens to you when the when the light comes on. So what what was the name of that song, Steve? That first song. It's the first mm-hmm. the first song mm-hmm. that I wrote. Oh, I don't know if I could put my finger on the first song. I think one of the first songs that I was proud of mm-hmm. uh, was a song called uh, Texas, You're Big But You're Lonely. And uh, mm. <laughs> it sounds funny now mm-hmm. saying it, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, it was a pretty good song. And I, and I, you know, a few people in Nashville liked it. And, and uh, it, it was kind of, it was a, inspired by a friend of mine who had, who from Tennessee had gone to Texas and he, he was having a little bit of success, you know, around, he went to Texas and, uh, and then, uh, his, his manager bailed on him and he was stuck in Texas and had to, uh, sell everything, his guitar and everything just to get money to get home on. So, Oh man, the perfect country Western song sounds like. Right. Right. You know what I like about your songs? Keeping them at three minutes. How do you know to do that? And no one else knows to do that. Well, not everybody, well, but these songs that go again, on for four minutes and five minutes. Well, what was the song that was 13 minutes long? Remember the old song? Uh, well, see, how many were there? There was a few that, that made it. Uh, if, you want them, if you want to get them played more often, you, you make them short. And right. uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the writer that said that if you can't, if you can't say it in uh, two minutes and a, two, two and a half minutes, uh, you know, it's not a good song. So, right. Well, anywhere there's a beach is a freaking great song. No wonder it's well, number one you. on the weekly Trap Forty. That is a great song. Uh, you know what? And we're going to play it here momentarily. But that voice. Wait, let me see. We're going to break in one minute. We're going to break in one minute for the song. But that voice, your voice turns people on it turns me on oh it's an am- <laughs> you ha- <laughs> well, thank you <laughs> it's a it's an amazing <laughs> production i like the three minute timing about it and uh there's nothing that's not good about anywhere there's a beach i'm telling you so are we ready to play the song we're going to play the song right now for everyone hang on there steve yeah, let's do it all right, all right babe. great I'm gonna put it on that highway Hit it out fast Go anywhere South of here Where I can feel the ocean In the air But don't ask me Where I'm heading Cause I don't know Just where I'm going All I know Is where I wanna be Anywhere there's a beach I've got 
palm trees pictured in my mind with a hammock swaying, keeping tight to a reggae band and a Bob Marley song. Now be there just singing along, but don't ask me where I'm headed, cause I don't know just where I'm going. All I know is where I want to be. Anywhere there's a beach, anywhere there's a palm tree, anywhere there's a warm breeze blowing, a white sand by the sea, you know, that's where I'm going. my plan if you wanna go just take my hand we can leave tonight get out of here tomorrow be on a beach somewhere but don't ask me where i'm headed cause i don't know just where i'm going all i know is where i wanna be anywhere there's a beach Steve Hopper and everyone out there. I'm with Steve Hopper in, on Radio A1A, and this is the, let me get the new name of the show, the Trop 40 Number One Club. Isn't that a cool name? Um, Steve, you there? I am here. Awesome. That is a great name, too. I need you to tell me, because I've promised my people on social media that you would give some tips on songwriting and recording sessions. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, okay. that'd be that means fun. All right. Um uh, first of all, you know, when you're when you're riding, don't don't uh, don't hold back on your hook too long. Bring it in pretty early. Uh, you know, as the old saying, don't bore us, get to the chorus. Uh mm-hmm. uh although anywhere there's a beach I I did put uh two verses before I got to kind of what I think of as the course, but I did put that hook in there as soon as I could. And, uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, don't drag it out. And, uh, mm-hmm. when you go in to record, uh, usually, uh, if you've got a good, uh, you know, a good, uh, good people behind you, good people helping you record it. Uh, and that would go from your producer, uh, all the way down to your, your musicians, it knows to you you want to keep your music your intro to your song uh uh right about or under 20 seconds and that way you know it gets to the song quicker and people won't think it's going to be an instrumental and and tune out before your song begins so and uh, uh i guess that's about all i would uh 
I would say that right there is the key things to it. Right. Do you have a particular studio that you like to record in? Uh, and do you have particular players that you prefer to play with? I do. I, you know, on this last CD, I did use, you know, most of the people in my current lineup and in my band. And uh, Chuck Freeman was was the producer as well as Tough Duck was the, the record label. And uh, and uh, I, I used him on bass guitar, where he normally plays guitar in my, my band. But uh, then I used uh, Bill Ashley on the drums. But uh, I am uh, where at my home in Tennessee is just right above the Alabama line. And uh, just right above Muscle Shows, Alabama. Wow. Which, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, people that are into music know about Muscle Shows. People, Some people may not realize how important Muscle Shows is to uh, to to the music world. And uh, it, a lot of great hits came out of Muscle Shows. So just a few miles south of me is Muscle Shows. So I tend to enjoy using those studios down there and, and some of those guys. Will McFarlane was my was my guitar player mm-hmm. on the CD. He played the acoustic guitars and the uh, the lead guitar. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's been around and knows how to do it. He came up through uh, Bonnie Ray. Oh, uh, dang. And then, you know, played uh, on the No Nukes with Jackson Brown. And then uh, he moved to Muscle Shows early on in the 80s, I think, and has been on a lot of stuff that came out of Muscle Shows. A lot of ace players uh, surrounding you. Tell me, what is your song yeah. that gives you the greatest pleasure to perform on the big stage, on the Meeting of the Mind stage? You know, uh, uh, my my favorite song, uh, I, I love Anywhere There's a Beach, but I really love Star of the Tiki Bar. And I think the re- reason I like it so much, and I love performing it, I love playing it, and uh, and I think the reason I do is that it's kind of a, uh, you know, uh, true story, you know, kind of my story. And uh, uh, I wrote it in Key West a couple of years ago. So it, when I do it, I always kind of think of that time. And uh, it, it's just a lot of fun for me. That's wonderful. Would you mind if we played a commercial for the TRMA uh, Awards so people know how to go and vote for Steve Hopper for all of these categories that you're nominated for? Do you mind? I would not mind at all if everybody goes out and votes for me. All right. Give us a second. Let's play this commercial. Hey, Trap Rock fans. Did you know there's a nonprofit membership-based organization whose sole purpose is to promote the genre of Trap Rock music, support the artists, and increase overall awareness? It's called the Trap Rock Music Association. And for the last 12 years, we've been working hard to build and promote the Trap Rock genre. To achieve our mission, the TRMA works closely with artists, radio stations, venues, festivals, and others to help organize and build the infrastructure necessary for Trop Rock to grow. If you want to help, we ask that you visit TropRock.org to learn more about our organization and become a member. Memberships are only $15, and there are sponsorship opportunities as well. So visit TropRock.org and help the TRMA take things to the next level. And as a bonus, you get to vote and help decide the winners of the 2018 TRMA Music Awards. Thanks for supporting Trop Rock Music. TRMA, where music meets the beach. Instruments you play, Steve Hopper. Okay. Uh, I play guitar, and uh, I play a steel drum. And I, I play a few other things, but not well enough to 
to uh, to play them live on stage. I can sit around the house and and uh, put together some tracks, you know, playing other instruments. But those are my two main instruments. Now, you, how long have you been playing steel drums? I've been playing that for I think twelve plus years. You're so know, modest. Uh, you are so modest. Yeah. Well. Uh, I, I would I would love to be a much better steel drum player than I am. I'd love to be a better guitar player. I think, uh, you know, it's guitar and steel drum is one of those things you could never really play it up to what you would want to. But you know, you just keep working at it. Yeah. yeah. I can't I can't imagine Eric Clapton saying, oh, "I just wish I could play the guitar better." But uh, I, I think maybe every musician kind of wishes they could. I bet. Oh yeah, I'm sure of it. I just wish I could play guitar. Oh, well, you know, maybe in another life. What is your schedule like for Key West at the during the MOTs? MOTMs, it's excuse me. pretty good. We're going to do the, uh, I, I may, I'm going to try to make a pit stop party on Sunday. Uh, I've just added a, a new, uh, a new date coming down, uh, on Saturday night and playing for the Montgomery Parrothead Club for, a. Uh, Halloween, pre-Halloween party, and then heading on down into Florida. And if I can get to a pit stop party on Sunday, I'm going to stop and do one on Sunday. Maybe y'all could help me with that. Sure. you are doing some. Mm-hmm. And then I want to definitely make the one in Key Largo. I always make that one on Monday. And then I'm going to play at uh, Boondocks at the uh, second, or the uh, pit stop party two, T-O-O. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Tuesday, and then Tuesday evening, I'm playing for uh, playing for uh, um, Rock Rock and uh, Welcome to Key West party over at the Sunset Pier. Is that Trop Rock and, and Magazine uh, Sunset party? Yes, Is that what you Trop mean? Rock Magazine Sunset oh, party. Oh, cool! I might crash that. Uh, yeah, please do. Sure, might. And uh, and then uh, that's Tuesday, Wednesday. We've got the big stage at the Casa Marina, which is, you know, an official gig. And uh, when, uh, Thursday, I'm not playing anywhere. Friday night, I'll play over at the Tiki House, I think it is, over... Uh, Ooh, uh, it's hot in there. I can't remember what street. Bring, you, on, bring <laughs> yeah. you a little fan. There's no circulation uh, going then, on in there. <laughs> no circulation. But it's, a cool yeah. pl- but it's a cool place, you know. Yeah, so you would just, just a little tip, bring a fan. It's Saturday night. I, my favorite place to to go and play is uh, over at uh, the Blue Macaw on Whitehead Street. Oh, I, I've seen you uh, there. Uh, yes, that's a, a fabulous place. I it's hope my... everybody comes out to that. Then I'll have my full band at that as well. Nice. As, uh, full band will be at the Casa Marina, and the full band will be at the Blue Macaw. Wow, you're going to be busy. The Wolf Island so. Band. Yeah, the Wolf Island Band. That's a cool Although, name. Although I don't really pack my schedule too much. I kind of <laughs> like to take time. That's what I kind of consider my vacation. So I like to kind of leave a little time to enjoy everything. Well, I sure hope so. It sounds like you're, you're scheduled is pretty stiff there. But anyway, yeah. you'll do what you'll do. So tell yeah. me, how does, it, how does someone from, the, from Tennessee become a trop rock artist how, how did that even happen what what got into your mind or had you had a song that went well that's trop rock it was accidental i i, I promise you i was uh, i had always been a uh, 
a Buffett fan. I'd always been anything nautical. I'd always been a kind of uh, consumed with uh, with uh, the ocean, ships, and stuff like that. So then, by the time I heard Jimmy Buffett, and that kind of fit right into there. But musically, I had never even considered it. I had uh, uh, tried to, uh, you know, the Nashville route and uh, a bunch of other things like that, and playing in bar bands and. And at some point, you know, a guy said, uh, and I and I even I worked in a marina, and when I say marina, uh, we had some, we like six hundred wet slips in the marina that I worked at, six hundred, uh, and of those, probably the you know our average boat was a forty footer. Uh, we didn't get the one hundred footers there, but you know we had a lot of forty plus foot boats. And I worked there for years and years, and uh, so I was always had that little nautical thing in my in my mind. And a friend of mine said, "You know, we're doing a party over at the yacht club. Do you know a bunch of Jimmy Buffett songs?" I said, "Yeah, I know a whole bunch of them." And uh, I started playing for that, and uh, that kind of got to be my thing around there. Wow, and it's th- been twenty years. Dang, thank goodness it is. We really enjoy your voice, obviously. I mean, you've won some you've won many awards and you're on this main stage at the Meeting of the Minds. So, people think a lot of you, Steve. They love your voice and and your songwriting skills and the band even. So, I'm going to say goodbye to you from here. Do you is there anything else that you'd like to say other than reminding people to go to the TRMA troprock.org and vote for Steve Hopper? for all of, all of his categories. He'd appreciate it. And Steve, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you, and I love your music. Thank you so much. I, I really enjoyed talking to you. You're welcome. And damn the carnations, full speed ahead. I'm going to catch you on your flip-flops. You've been listening to Mayor Gonzo's Trop Rock Celebrity Showcase.